Hey, welcome back to the Strong Her Way to Eat, Move, and Live. Here we talk all things food freedom, fitness, and life transformation. It's Alicia. It's great to be back here with you again this week. Um, This week is actually Christmas week here, and it's pretty exciting. We've got some of Rob's family coming down to stay in an Airbnb close to us. So it'll be great to be gathered with them. And then Rob and I will probably get a little bit of a staycation because I anticipate that our kids are gonna wanna stay with their grandparents and their cousins, and we've got two dogs. So uh, we're just gonna plan to stay home. I hope that you have some fun things planned this week. I know that um, this can be a little bit of a chaotic and maybe busier season of life or busier time of the year. Um, Definitely, you know, there's all the parties, all these obligations, all these things to do. Um, Oftentimes we're not sleeping or eating as well as we would like to. Maybe we're drinking a little bit more. And so I just want to remind you, this isn't actually what we're going to be talking about, but this really is on my heart to just kind of remind you to be intentional Uh, with everything that you're doing, not only this week, but next week, and hopefully kind of carry that momentum into the new year. Um, Don't forget maybe about the goals or the things that you have been working on this week. And then also, you know, really allow yourself some time to kind of slow down, to rest, to be present, um, maybe to take some of the things off of your to-do list or your task list. I know for myself uh, this week, I am working, um, up until Wednesday or Thursday, but definitely a lighter week. So just kind of make some, you know, mindful decisions, I think, around how you're spending your time and your energy. Make sure that you are plugging in to kind of your family and the things that they need, but also you are being mindful of some of the things that you need. If you need to take a break, if you need to get some quiet time or some alone time, don't feel guilty or bad about kind of sneaking away to get some of that time for yourself. Okay, so what I actually want to talk about really does kind of go in line, I guess, a little bit with what we started uh, this episode with, Um, but really it's just kind of forecasting and looking at next year. Uh, We all know that we like to set some new goals in the new year. Uh, We love to kind of have those words, and there's something that just feels so magical about the flipping of the calendar on the 31st into that new year, into 2022. Honestly, 2021 kind of seems like it went by in a blink. I feel like we were just starting 2021. And I think for me, I maybe had some unspoken expectations about what this year would look like compared to 2020. And it's just crazy to think that literally we have been almost dealing with the pandemic for two whole years. So with all that being said, this is a great time. And I've really been kind of feeling this stirring a little bit in my own heart and my own spirit to kind of slow down and take some time to really reflect on this last year, maybe even reflect on the last couple of years. And for me specifically, I can think of some major ways that I have grown, um, especially in my faith, but also just ways that I've grown as a mom, as a wife. Um, I've been noticing that I'm feeling a lot more calm, a lot more peaceful. So it really is just a great time to kind of slow down and reflect. And there are going to be some things that maybe you feel like you really nailed, you really kind of crushed this year, especially coming out of a pandemic year. And then there might be some things that you're still feeling like, dang, I didn't really make as much progress on this particular area or this particular goal. And so we can just carry those over into the new year. I think one of the things that really drives me nuts when I think about the New Year's resolutions 
is that we go kind of so extreme, right? It's like, okay, I'm going to lose X number of pounds by this date. So we get the gym membership. We figure out what diet or nutrition or meal plan we're going to do. We go out, we get all the equipment and it just feel it's like we're trying to make so many huge extreme shifts at once that our brain and kind of who we are, like our old habits, our old way of being hasn't really had a chance to catch up. And what happens is a lot of times we end up losing steam or losing motivation when we're not seeing the results happening fast enough. And coincidentally, this is something that I'm noticing kind of happening in my own personal journey right now with some business goals that I have. It's like in every sense of the, the I was going to say in every sense of the word, but that's not really appropriate or that's not how I want to describe it. It's like in every way possible, I'm already the woman that creates this particular goal that I'm working on in my business. And I just had this realization this morning when I was doing my self-coaching, I'm just waiting for those results to show up. And what's so interesting is because I've been utilizing the self-coaching practice for a while is I kind of know that I'm going to have this tendency to want to go and look for a problem or go and look for something to fix, something to kind of preoccupy my mind with while I wait for these results, right? It's like having the patience to just wait well for the results to kind of catch up to the habits and the behaviors and the mindset shifts that I have been making. And I think that I see this happening a lot. I know this was definitely what happened with me every January when I was setting those health and fitness goals is that, you know, I would start the workout program for maybe three, three or five days and I wouldn't see the changes to my physique or I wouldn't see the number going down on the scale. And I would just get totally discouraged. I'd be totally defeated, totally disappointed. And then I would just give up and I would just quit. And I didn't really have the grit or the ability to just kind of stick with it and to just enjoy kind of being that person ahead of time, right? Being the woman that created that particular goal before the results actually showed up. And that was really a huge turning point, I think, for me when I recognized that, you know, wait a minute, I've been able to reach the number on the scale. I've been able to lose, you know, X percent of body fat and still not feeling all the things that I thought I would feel about my body and recognizing that there has to be something more, right? It's not just about reaching that outward goal, but it really and truly is about who we become and the process of those goals, right? It's like the character that we develop, the perseverance, the grit, um, the focus, the determination, that commitment level. So as we kind of wrap this year up, I want to invite you guys to spend a little time in some reflection, right? Think about this whole year. Maybe you're thinking about a bigger chunk of time, the last couple of years, and you can always kind of come back to these three questions. What worked well or what went well this year? What didn't? And what do I want to work on or what do I want to change going into the next year? And I would invite you to do that kind of an evaluation on a monthly basis, a quarterly basis, a weekly basis, perhaps even a daily basis, right? Because we want to get in the habit of kind of celebrating the wins and selling, celebrating all the things that we're doing well. And we also want to become a little bit aware of like, okay, wait a minute. I noticed for me, for an example, um, this week, just eating some extra sugar, it was kind of stirring up some silent reflux, some silent acid reflux that I, I get every once in a while. And I'm pretty good now. Like I can kind of tell those triggers or tell the things that sort of flare that up. 
but it was like just being able to notice like, okay, wait a minute. I'm eating these cookies and then immediately, almost immediately, I'm having this physical reaction to that sugar or to the cookie or whatever it was in the cookie. Maybe I should just like lay off the cookies a little bit. And there was no diet shame. There was no worry whatsoever about my weight or my body or anything like that. But it was just recognizing that eating this doesn't exactly feel good in my body right now. So by noticing what wasn't really working for me in that instance, I was able, It's it's been a lot easier for me to kind of stir, steer away from having the cookies or having some of the sweets and the treats that are around um, because I have that awareness of what's not working well. And then of course, you know, always kind of thinking about what shift or what pivot we can make. And oftentimes it doesn't have to be a huge shift. It doesn't have to be a huge pivot. It really can be just the smallest little tweak. So what things do you want to do differently? What ways do you want to think about um, your life differently or yourself differently or food or exercise or your body differently? And then start to think ahead, right? So like what's maybe that big vision that you have for yourself, the big goals that you have for yourself going into 2022? And then how can you kind of chunk those into smaller 12-week portions, right? I love that book, The 12-Week Year. Um, They're talking about it a lot, I think, for business and like, you know, how do you do your business goals? Um, But really and truly, you could apply that to any single area of your life. And if you haven't read the book yet or listened to it on Audible or audio, then I would invite you definitely to listen to it or to kind of look into it a little bit more. But at a high level, the 12-week year basically takes the whole year and it kind of breaks it into four 12-week sessions. I mean, obviously, roughly, you might have two 13-week sessions. I like to kind of take those two weeks, maybe once every six months, to kind of pause and do just like a a mid-year reflection. Um, Again, you know, essentially kind of this evaluation that I just walked you through. But the idea is, is that you focus on your goals in 12 week chunks rather than the whole year. Because I don't know about you, but I know this has happened for me a lot in the past. It's like we give ourselves 12 months or we give ourselves, you know, five years or whatever to reach specific goals. And then oftentimes what ends up happening is we kind of procrastinate until maybe September or October. And we're like, oh my gosh, the end of the year is coming. And I haven't, I'm not as far along in this goal as I want to be. And so I just like that it kind of takes that year and it breaks it into these smaller pieces, feels a little bit more tangible, a little bit more digestible, but also it kind of forces us to really get to work and there's not a lot of time to be dilly-dallying or procrastinating or anything like that. So you you might consider utilizing that 12 week strategy when it comes to setting your goals for this next year. The other thing to really think about is, are there specific key areas that you know for sure that you want to work on? Um, Maybe you have some of the areas of your life that really feel like they are doing pretty well. Um, They're kind of on autopilot for the most part, meaning you're in a good rhythm, a good routine. Uh, You feel like you're showing up in those areas in the way that you want to be, and you're yielding the results from that. You're yielding the fruit from those particular areas that you want then maybe you can shift some of that time and some of that energy and attention into some other areas that aren't going so well. Now, if you're feeling like, oh my gosh, like every area of my life feels like it's kind of a train wreck, a little bit of a hot mess, feels like I'm just kind of being bounced around and you know, it's like every single area could use some attention, then maybe you start by prioritizing it, right? Maybe, 
maybe you start by prioritizing those different areas. And likely there's going to be one or maybe two areas that it feels like if you really started to work on those areas and be more intentional, more mindful of those areas, that all of these other things are going to start to fall into place. I love it in um, the book of The Power of Habits by Charles Duhigg. He talks about kind of these keystone or these cornerstone habits And I like to think of our different areas of our lives that way too, right? Where it's like, well, if I just really was a little bit more intentional or a little bit more focused on this particular area or this relationship or this habit, then other things will start to fall into place. And I think we can take that same approach when we're looking at all these different areas or maybe all these different goals that you have and you're just not sure really what to get to work on first. But I guarantee there's going to be just probably a couple of things in there, a couple of different sections of your life or different goals that if you really started to work on those and hammer on those, then other things are just naturally going to start to shift and change and habits are going to be, um, you know, kind of flipping without you having to invest a lot of your attention and energy and time. And of course, if you're just not really sure where to get started at all, or maybe you know that you've been kind of trying this over and over and over again on your own, and you're ready to hire a coach, you've been listening for a little while, you like my approach, and you're ready to get started, then I would love to invite you to hop onto a consult call with me. I want to hear all about where you're at, where you want to go, maybe what's that vision that you have for yourself in the next year or the next couple of years. And then together, we'll kind of map out the plan, the roadmap to essentially get you there. And then the fun really begins in the coaching, in that relationship. Um, You can think of me as kind of your GPS, right? It's like, I'm the person that's just helping you kind of navigate from where you are now to where you want to be. So this was really just kind of the message that I had on my heart um, to share with you is one this week, let yourself kind of slow down, let yourself be really present, really intentional, um, but also stay aware, stay mindful of the goals or the things that you've been working on this year. And then two, this is also a great time over this next week, week and a half, two weeks to really reflect on the last year or two figure out what has worked well for you, maybe what hasn't worked so well, and then what it is that you want to change or what tweaks you want to make going into the new year. And then lastly, cast a vision for yourself, create some goals, create some things that you're excited to work on next year, and then maybe practice just chunking that down into 12 weeks, right? So it's like, what one or two things do you want to work on for the first 12 weeks of the year? What's that roadmap? How are you going to get there, right? It's not just enough to just write the goal out there, but then it's like, you know, okay, if I was the person that already had this, if I was the woman that already created these goals, what are some things that I would be doing? How would I be spending my time? How would I be thinking and feeling a majority of the time? What wouldn't I be doing anymore? And then just get to work kind of applying those things, testing those things out, and then evaluating again. So constantly coming back to that evaluation process. And of course, as always, if you don't want to do this alone, you know exactly where to find me. I would love to be the person that gets to walk alongside you as you work to bring your goals and your vision to life. I hope that you have a great rest of your week, a great Merry Christmas, and I will be back with you next week with some more exciting stuff going on. I wanted to uh, take the time next week to 
really kind of reflect and share sort of my cycle syncing journey so far. We've had an expert on the show several months ago, and I've slowly been kind of implementing and applying some of that stuff to my own life, particularly in the exercise arena. So I can't wait to share that with you next week. Have a great rest of your week. Merry Christmas, and I will talk to you again soon. Thanks for hanging out today. Bye.